0: Dr Chris Hope, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're looking at climate change and a possible uh, climate change tax. Uh, You have been looking at the problems facing climate change activism at the present moment. What are they?
1: Two main problems are that uh, the Copenhagen conference last December, which was meant to uh, provide solutions to this problem, is really viewed as largely as a failure. It didn't come up with any concrete actions to cut emissions, any agreements across the world. And I think people have become rather disillusioned as a result of that. And the second problem is that uh, there's been some concern about activities of scientists, of experts typified by the uh, concern about the emails uh, at the University of East Anglia and what they said. And that, I think, has led people to not trust uh, scientists, not trust experts as much as in the past, and maybe uh, think that they need to be persuaded a bit more if we're going to take any action to deal with climate change.
0: In a climate where the British government, the new Conservative Lib Dem Alliance, is talking about cuts and, and the need to you know, pull back the reins on, on public spending and the impact on all of us for many uh, decades to come, do you think that you really can talk out, up the need for change uh, on climate change?
1: I think it provides a big opportunity because we've got a deficit of about £160 billion each year. The government has been spending about £160 billion more than it's been taking in, which is about 12% of our GDP. So we've got to do something to bring that deficit down. Uh, It looks as though the new government is probably keen to bring it down about three quarters by uh, spending cuts and about a quarter by new taxes. And people have been thinking that maybe they will have to put VAT up from seven, 17.5% to 20%, maybe some other tax rises. Uh, And that actually provides an opportunity because if we were to tax emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases properly... Uh, to account for the damage that they cause. Not only would we not have to put VAT up from 17.5% to 20% and not have to raise other taxes, we could probably cut those taxes. We could cut VAT probably down to 15% again. We could cut the national insurance contributions, this uh, jobs tax that the the Tories have been talking about, uh, by maybe 1%. And uh, we would still have some money left over for protecting the poor, protecting the elderly against the worst effects of any energy price rises.
0: So this climate change tax you're proposing is actually a solution to some of the public debt problems we're discussing at the present time.
1: Yes, it is, and it will be much less risky in terms of Uh, possibly stalling any recovery that we're seeing than uh, other tax rises or public spending cuts that people have been proposing. It looks as though a climate change tax, if it was implemented properly, because what it is is a tax on things that we want to discourage rather than a tax on things we want to encourage, like employing people. It looks as though a climate change tax would actually be much better for the economy and would lead to it growing faster than if we were certainly to introduce VAT rises or income tax rises or national insurance tax rises.
0: Now, I know from reading your paper to the Hay Festival, you don't like it being called a carbon tax. You prefer it to be called a climate change tax. Why is that?
1: Well carbon tax sounds as though what you're doing is taxing every form of carbon and there are lots of forms of carbon that you don't want to tax for instance diamonds is a form of carbon and so it's just the wrong name for it what you're doing is introducing a a tax which is uh, making polluters pay for the damage that they cause, the climate change damage they cause by their emissions of carbon dioxide mainly but also the other climate change gases like methane and nitrous oxide so by calling it a carbon tax it's, it's just the wrong name for it and a climate change tax is just a much more accurate name
0: well, if, if we were to look at Dr Chris Hope's solution to the present uh, financial difficulties we find ourselves in and that stayed as it was, it didn't go up, how big would that climate change tax be?
1: it looks as though if we do all the calculations about how much damage is caused by the emissions of these greenhouse gases that at the moment every tonne of carbon dioxide that we put up into the atmosphere is causing about 75 pounds worth of extra damage in all the years and decades that it stays up there and all the time that it spends uh, uh, spreading out around the atmosphere with all the other greenhouse gases. So that's about how large the climate change tax should be. Uh, Initially about 75 pounds on every tonne of carbon dioxide. Now of course most people don't have uh, tonnes of carbon dioxide in their heads. And so what we can say is that a, a climate change tax of £75 per tonne of carbon dioxide would increase the cost of electricity from coal by about 60%. It would increase gas prices by about 50%. It would increase the cost of uh, petrol in your car by about 18 pence a litre. Uh, and it would add possibly £60 to a return air ticket to, to the south of Europe. It's that sort of scale. It, we, it will make a big change in the relative prices of uh, different energy sources and of course the key thing is uh, that nuclear power and renewable energy sources and energy efficiency would not be subject to this climate change tax because they don't cause climate change and they would suddenly look far more uh, attractive economically than they do at present. So to
0: the average household or family for a year, if we were that green man and woman and that green family, actually, depending on your behaviour, your climate change tax may not have any impact at all.
1: For the average person, the climate change tax would be at least outweighed by the reductions in VAT and the reductions in income tax or the reductions in national insurance contributions. So the average family would end up being better off overall. If you were then to take the steps of increasing your energy efficiency and switching to renewable energy sources or taking other green steps, then you would be far, far better off. Because VAT, instead of going up to over 20%, would come down to 15% and everything you buy would be an awful lot cheaper. And all you have to do uh, to get this great benefit, economic benefit, is to tax the emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases, as they should be taxed because they are causing pollutants and polluters should pay for any damage that they cause.
0: Now you just mentioned nuclear energy and and the impact of the so-called clean uh, fuels. Will they definitely cut greenhouse gases if we moved more over to those? And and what about the cost-benefit analysis there?
1: Uh, At a climate change tax of £75 per tonne of CO2, a whole raft of new energy sources become uh, cost-effective. Nuclear power, almost certainly. Uh, Renewable energy sources, wind power offshore and onshore. Um, Tidal power, energy efficiency measures... Even things like uh, carbon capture and storage at coal-fired power stations becomes economic at a price of much less than £75 per tonne of carbon dioxide. So all the studies that have been done suggest that we would almost certainly be able to cut our emissions radically by that kind of measure, maybe by 30% in the next 10 or 15 years and by 80% over the next uh, 40 years or so. Um, And it looks to me like a, a good solution and possibly the best shot we have at dealing with this problem.
0: Do you think if we go back to the road to Copenhagen and the University of East Anglia, the errors that they'd made and that became very public and controversial, do you think perhaps it stopped policymakers moving in this direction when actually they should talk it up again?
1: I think what it's done, particularly the failure of Copenhagen, is to make people very wary about large international agreements where you have to get hundreds of countries to sign up to an agreement before you do anything, particularly when some of those countries may be developing countries like China or India or Africa, who at the moment don't seem very keen to sign up to these limits on emissions. And it's very hard to see why and how we can twist their arms behind their backs to sign up to these agreements. So the great beauty of a climate change tax is that you can implement it either in a single country or in a single region like Europe. You will have the economic benefits of that because you'll be reducing your costs of employing people by reducing VAT and income taxes, and your economy will grow faster as a result of that. And then other regions of the world will see that you're doing well. And you won't then have to twist their arms to cut carbon dioxide and other emissions. They will want to put on a a climate change tax because they will see how well it's worked in Europe and possibly America if they were to take that step first. But we have to take the first step. We're the advanced economies. We're the ones who've done most to cause the problem. And it's us who should be taking the lead in showing how to deal with it.
0: Just finally, Dr Chris Hope, do you think policy makers are imminently thinking of these kind of climate change taxes
1: at the moment. Well, we're in very interesting times. Two or three years ago, tax was a, a very dirty word and people were very wary about the idea of introducing a new tax. But since we had the financial crisis, trading has become a dirty word as well. And a lot of the other solutions that people have put forward for trying to deal with uh, climate change have involved very complicated and difficult trading regimes um, and people are now are, are less happy about those. And, of course, we do need to cut our budget deficit by at least £100 billion pounds a year. So that's opened up a whole new range of opportunities for suggesting new solutions that can kill two birds with one stone, that can deal with the climate change problem, deal with the budget deficit and lead to us moving forward in a far healthier state than we otherwise would do. Dr Chris Hope, I've enjoyed our conversation very
0: much. I shall watch those newspaper headlines on the future of climate change tax. Thank you for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today.
1: My pleasure, Bonnie.